Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Sharks defenseman Eric Carlson just spoke with the media. He was asked about the incident with Jordan Bennington and credit to him because he didn't have to go this route, but I'm glad he did. He said Bennington was frustrated and he let it out. It's something that looking back, I think we laugh about it now. It was pretty funny to see. I don't think that he ends up looking for certain guys. I think he just kind of zoned out for a little bit. And that was that. I appreciate Eric Carlson having a little bit of fun with a good incident. Even if we don't like that mustache. Even if Eric Carlson, we're not a big fan of him in general. <laughs> With Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Scott Burnside is a national writer for The Athletic joining us here on the show. Scott, thanks so much for the time today, man. Let's start with that. What do you think of Jordan Bennington basically taking on the entire Sharks team on Saturday night? <laughs> I can tell you from, uh, you know, it, this is entertainment, right? I mean, this is the whole point of of the game, the whole point of pro sport and sitting from afar, that was pretty great theater. I, I must admit, I, I enjoyed the moment. And I know in, you know, and I know in our good, uh, my good friend, Jeremy Rutherford uh, in reporting after the incident uh, that, and maybe it's revisionist history. Cause of course, when you win the game, that's uh, it colors everything. Um, but I think it sounds like the players in the blues locker room may have, you know, taken some incentive from it or been jazzed up by it or whatever it is. Um, and, and it is an emotional game. And I think, you know, sometimes, I mean, we, you want to channel your emotion in the right way. You want it to focus on the right things. And some nights when it's not going your way, you know, whether you're smashing your stick over the net or uh, who did I will see the other night got lifted and head-butted a door down, going down oh, the yeah. hallway. Um, <laughs> that was Calgary's uh, goalie, uh, Riddich. Oh, yes, Mike Riddick, yes, good good call. It, you know, these things happen. I mean, this is, you know, to me it just shows people are invested. Um, obviously, there's been some ups and downs to this Blues season, and um, and, and, the, and the game against a team like San Jose, with all due respect to the Sharks, you know, one of the worst teams in the NHL, and I think it headed for a lottery pick, um, you don't want to be in that situation. And, you know, again, I think it's one of those things – you move past very quickly. I'm not surprised that Eric Carlson uh, took the high road on, on, on something like that. You, you you don't want to take it too seriously. Um, you probably don't want it happening on a regular basis <laughs> if you're uh, Craig Berube. But, uh, no, I, I thought it was interesting. And, of course, you know, at the end of the day, if you come away with the win, and uh, it, it does help to smooth whatever choppy waters might have uh, existed in the, the, the wake of something like that. Uh, speaking of the choppy waters, Scott, you know, a lot of – 
talk of this Blues team right now, you know, maybe not performing to the level that the expectations were, but also dealing with injury after injury after injury. From a national perspective, do you still view this team as a team that can compete for the Stanley Cup or have the have the expectations lowered a bit? No, I, I think the expectations are, are still very high for this club. And and you're right. I mean, the, the injuries, This, I mean, this entire season is, is so difficult to wrap your arms around it. It's hard to handicap where teams are at, especially as we approach the midpoint of the season, given all that has transpired, whether it's been the COVID postponements or the irregularities to the schedule. We had Doug Armstrong on our podcast with Pierre Lebrun a couple of weeks ago at the end of that never-ending series with the Arizona <laughs> Coyotes. So, you know, these things, it is a completely different season. And, and listen, the injuries are going to be critical. And, and, and it, you know, if, if, if you're in a situation where, you know, where, what is Colton Pareko's health come playoff time? I and mean, where is Tyler Bozak at? Uh, what about Barbashev, uh, Robbie Thomas? So you go down the list. Um, it's certainly, you know, on the other side of the ledger, it's, it looks very much like Vladimir Tarasenko is inching closer and closer to return to the lineup. Um, some salary cap issues to see how that, you know, how they work that out cap-wise. But, of course, getting Tarasenko back in the lineup changes things um, exponentially given his talent level, too. I, I, I do think that given the experience of this team, I, I, they're, they're, they're so well coached. They're built to play in the playoffs. Um, I, I do still like the Blues as a team that you have to pay close attention to come playoff time. Um, but, you know, are we assuming a top four finish for the Blues? Minnesota has been off the charts uh, ahead of expectations. We've seen Los Angeles catch a sort of weird renaissance there with their veterans leading a very young and, and talented team to the uh, edge of the playoff picture. Colorado has seen its ups and downs. Um, you know, St. Louis is right in that mix, too. So let's not assume anything, uh, although I will. I assume they will be a top four team. Uh, and then come playoff time, to me, that's where you say, well, it, it doesn't really matter where you finish in that group in the West Division. Uh, once the playoffs start, this Blues team um, has potential to be a team to be reckoned with. Scott Burnside of The Athletic joining us here on 101 ESP. And you can check out the podcast that he referenced, The Athletic Hockey Show, out on Apple and Spotify as well. It's Scott Burnside and Pierre Lebrun. Really good stuff from them. Scott, you mentioned Vladimir Tarasenko, and Blues fans are obviously incredibly excited about his potential return. When he does get back, and I guess we kind of have to assume full health, but if we assume full health when he returns, how much does that change the way that nationally you'll view this Blues team with him back in the lineup? Oh well, I, I think it's uh, I, uh, it's a game changer on on many because it's just you know again it changes what Craig Berube can do in terms of his lineup and and it certainly challenges opposing coaches and and, and how you defend this Blues team and and listen this is a you know, it's a, it's a talented team. It's built for the playoffs. You've got, you know, a guy like, for me, one of the most interesting guys in that team, David Perron, who, you know, continues to get better and better as he gets older and older. Um, you throw a Tarasenko into that mix, and, and one of the interesting parts in talking to Doug Armstrong, um, with the play of Jordan Cairo, uh, and, and how he might even be sort of shouldering his way into early discussions of the Canadian Olympic team in Beijing in 2022. So, you have lots of positives, I think, in terms of uh, of how this team looks and how they can attack offensively. 
Uh, and Tarasenko is an elite goal scorer. And, uh, you know, it, again, it will be interesting to see after the shoulder injury, uh, how long does it take him to get back into game shape? How long does it take until he feels that comfort level? Um, I think it's, uh, I think the timing is, you know, if, if, if he had to miss time, which you don't want it to have happen, uh, the fact that he, in theory, will get back and have half a season, more than half a season, to really get back into a groove, I think, is absolutely pivotal for this team um, moving forward. But no, he, you know, he is—he's uh, an elite goal scorer, and and you know that he is uh, hungry to get back and hungry for this team to get back to the level um, that we saw them in, in 2019 in, in winning the Stanley Cup. Scott, uh, I'm curious the outside perspective on this Blues defensive group with no Colton Pareko and, of course, uh, no Petrangelo, no Bomeister carried over from last season. But a better year from Justin Falk, Marco Scandella, Tori Krug in a new kind of area, and then Vince Dunn. When you look at this Blues defensive core, what comes to mind? Yeah, I, you know, to me, it is still, it's, it's probably a work in progress. Um, and we've seen this again. It was, you know, it was interesting to hear Doug Armstrong's view on this. And it wasn't the season that anyone had expected from Justin Falk a year ago. But there wasn't really an obvious spot for him to fall into. And and and, and we have seen him play. You know, I've spent a lot of time around the Hurricanes in Raleigh over the years, and, and and understood what an important figure he was on the ice and in that locker room. Um, it, these kinds of changes take time, especially if you're a veteran player. So I'm not surprised that Justin Falk is in a much better comfort zone. And maybe what you're seeing, you know, again, for, for a guy like Tory Krug, who played his entire career in Boston and was part of an integral part of a Stanley Cup contending team year after year, um, again, I think there is a normal transition there. And I think come playoff time, this team will be better than they are right now defensively. Um, again, the injuries will factor into that. Uh, I, I, you know, a guy that when I think back of that, uh, that Stanley Cup run in 2019, I don't know that people understood um, how important Colton Pareko was to that group. And so when you take him out of the mix, and I know that he's been playing at certainly less than 100%, um, you know, to me, he's a critical part of going back to your original question, you know, is where, where do they fit into the Stanley Cup contender pantheon? Uh, to me, Colton Pareko is absolutely key to that. He does so much. Uh, and he is now, I think, you know, when you think of Petrangelo leaving and you think about Jay Boomeister uh, retiring from the game, you know, to me, Colton Pareko is, you know, sort of at the heart of that defensive machinery. And he needs to be 100% going into the playoffs, I think, to give the Blues um, their optimum chance at, at getting back to a, a deep playoff run or, or perhaps another Stanley Cup. He's Scott Burnside. Check out his podcast. Like I said, it is the Athletic Hockey Show. It is he and Pierre LeBron on there. You can also follow him on Twitter. Scott Burnside is at Overtime Scott B. Scott, thanks so much for the time today, man. We always appreciate it, and we look forward to talking with you again soon. Anytime.